0: Hey everyone, just wanted to pop in really quickly before the episode gets started to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor has been such a big help in creating this podcast and is really the reason that you're listening to this episode on the platform that you are, which is super cool. So if you want to learn more about Anchor, just head to anchor.fm or you can download the Anchor app on your phone. All right, well that is all, so let's just get into the episode. Welcome to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes. This podcast is a lifestyle and entertainment news podcast where I talk all about life struggles, the breakups, the makeups, business aspirations, and I am always having new guests on to discuss it all. Plus, I'm always giving you the latest on all things pop culture. So let's jump into today's episode because, girl, we got to talk. Welcome back to Girl We Got to Talk. Today, I'm joined by a really close friend of mine, Justin McCluskey. Um, Justin actually has his own podcast, um, Fresh Jam Sessions, where he and a super cool co-host talk all about music, pop culture, music, um, the hits, the flops—literally, like everything. Um, which I was actually on. Like, I don't even know when that was. Like a couple months, weeks ago.
1: Probably
0: a couple um, months, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm super excited to have him on. So, Justin, welcome to the podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Elena. Really excited to be here. As you mentioned, uh, I host like my own podcast called Fresh Jam Sessions. Um, I host, our co-host with uh, a good friend of mine, Sohil Adiyantaya. Him and I would actually talk about music all the time at work, so I just led to recording these conversations, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. As you mentioned, like we had you on uh, a couple of weeks ago. That might have been like close to two months ago now, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me today. Really excited to be on.
0: Yeah, I think this one is going to be a good one. This one is a part of my Wine Night Wednesday series, which I started a while back and really haven't kept up with it. And I thought this would be a really good episode. It's going to be all about relationships, past relationships. Um, like we're going to go into like the high school days. We're going to go back to college for a bit, and then just talk about kind of what life has been like dating through a pandemic or being in a relationship in a pandemic. I think we both will have different perspectives on honestly all the topics so it's going to be a really fun conversation and i also put up um polls and questions or question boxes i don't know what you would call that on my instagram so a lot of you guys kind of shared your thoughts on some questions that i'll share later in the episode and then we will just dive into the questions that you guys submitted and you guys will just get our honest reactions to them a lot of them. Justin, um I gave him a sneak peek of some of them before we started. Some of them are pretty um random and pretty funny and just like just statements, not even questions. Just like they just told us what happened. So you'll get our reactions and our thoughts on all of it and then hopefully maybe some good advice. We'll see. Um, so stay tuned for all of that. But Justin, I like to do rapid fire questions before we get started so people can get to know you a little bit better before we jump into like the serious topics. So are you ready? I'm all about it. Oh, also I forgot to mention we are drinking it's Wine Night Wednesday. Um I have a glass of wine next to me. Justin, what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking a blue moon iced coffee blonde because I didn't have one so I figured iced coffee was like the next best thing right
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't know what this is but I'll drink it all right we'll jump in all right first question what is your favorite food
1: pizza for sure
0: Ooh, okay good one um last song that you added to a playlist and why
1: oh <laughs> so I was editing a playlist today or I made a playlist today I was editing it when I probably should have been doing work um on some of my like favorite songs to do storytelling and I added the story of Adidon, which uh, is Pusha T's diss track to Drake that made Drake, the people, like, destro- people destroyed Drake for it uh, back in 2018. And I just came across that. And I don't think I'd actually listened to it since like summer 2018. Man, I was just like oohing and aahing the entire time. <laughs> it's such an interesting listen because he literally just opens up and names Drake's kid and his porn star wife that we didn't know at the time so it's, yep. it's fascinating listen it's fun
0: yikes did it bring if you back Drake. was it nostalgic 2018
1: oh yeah man are you kidding summer 2018 I feel like is the antithesis of this summer back when we had like Drake just dropped Scorpion we just got Astroworld the middle by Maren Morris was popping off like we could all go out and just dance to some of the best music in a long time And I'm definitely reminiscing, wishing we could have that back more than anything right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's like a little sad to hear now. I'm like, wow, like life used to be so good. So easy.
1: Oh, back in the good old days, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Next question. Who is your celebrity crush?
1: Hmm. For the moment, it would probably, she's not really a celebrity. Okay. But depends if you count like TikTok stars as a celebrity. Yeah. Her name is like, grace Tolovich, she is so funny she like is like thing is like she's pretty tall she's like sixty two which is several inches taller than me but she's so funny and she's like really aggressive but like seems really sweet she's really pretty too um she calls herself like tonka because she's so tall and like so like her voice is so deep yeah but i don't know she's really funny so for the moment she's kind of really feeling her
0: yeah i mean do we consider tiktok people like celebrities i think i guess we have to now right like they make a yeah, lot of I them mean, think... they're not
1: like a list, B list celebrities, right? Like, they're famous people, but I feel like it's close enough to like celebrity crush for now, you know? It's not like, yeah, celebrity, if you will. But yeah. I don't know, I mean, it'll be interesting to think if people do because, like, well, Addison like, oh, Ray,
0: they're... like, she's in a movie, she's gonna be in a movie now.
1: That's Is she really? Yeah, what movie?
0: She's gonna be in, um, oh shoot, now I'm gonna blank. It's like all about all about you or something, That's it's like a remake. About, yeah. That it's, and it's just, that's crazy yeah yeah funny to know. me she
1: just like blew up because she was like charlie's friend and everyone's like ah she's way hotter so yeah. <laughs> she literally
0: what is an unpopular opinion that you have on a pop culture related topic um
1: the most obvious one that comes to mind is i can't stand in the office just don't think it's funny Ooh. i'm amazed how many people like it after working in an office all day, the last thing I want to do is turn on the TV to watch people in an office. Personally, that sounds like the most gray life of all time, so not really my cup of tea. I think Steve Carell is hilarious, but I just don't think the show is funny at all.
0: not your jam. It's not your fresh jam session. Ooh, uh, so I mean, bad. the thing
1: is, if people liked it, i would be okay, but people worship it like it's Christ and the second coming. Like, it's a yeah. little,
0: it's a little much love for that was a good one. Uh, okay, last one. Would you rather climb a mountain or skydive? Like fit, like literally climb, like not go on like an easy hike, but like literally climb a mountain, like up the side or skydive?
1: Mm. Climbing a mountain would be so cool, but I feel like it'd be cool almost, not to say I just did it, but like it'd be, it'd be fun for sure, but it'd be such a challenge. Skydiving is probably higher up on my bucket list. Just like falling towards the earth sounds insanely epic I, I need to do that at some point in my life
0: yeah that's like the number one thing on my bucket list too I just want to jump out of a like I can't even imagine like how freeing that must feel like scary but freeing like you're just like okay let's go
1: I have no idea like I wish I could tell you I mean have you ever indoor skydiving or dove?
0: Skydiving. no I haven't I can't imagine that's anywhere close to it
1: no yeah, I've done that before and it's fun because like you're Like, you feel weightless, but it's not like you're hurtling towards the earth, which I feel like has to be a whole different level of thrill. Yeah, like,
0: I want the sight of, like, the earth below me, right?
1: I want just a little bit of fear that I might smash into something (laughs) from 2,000 feet. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, it's the thrill of it. That's why I want to do it. Okay, cool. All
1: right, we'll buy our tickets to skydive pretty soon. All right,
0: let's do it. All right, so we will jump into, I guess we'll just jump right in. I want to, like, kind of read each poll and we'll just discuss like what the feedback was and kind of like what our takes are on it. Um, okay. So the first one that I asked was, did you have um, a serious relationship in high school? So 55% of you guys said no, 45 said yes. That's pretty like, I would say that's a half and half. Um, so, okay. I just like want to talk about high school relationships because Mm -hmm. Okay. When you're in high school, everything is so important. Everything is just like the most dramatic. It's just everything that happens to you is like the worst thing ever. Like your life's over. It's like our brains just like, I don't know if there's a term for this, but we don't process things like normal. Like you're just so young that like everything is just elevated. You're young, you're naive and you get into like a relationship and everything in it is just so serious so it's just interesting like when you're young like that like how you view your relationship versus when you look back and you're like what the hell was I thinking so I want to get your take on this like you were you in a serious relationship were you not in a serious relationship and then, like what was your mindset during it
1: so I was in a pretty serious relationship for all high school I dated the same girl all four years of high school so I would say I wouldn't say it was vanilla though like it was cool because like we were both pretty outgoing people we grew up a lot over those years but you're very right like high school is like not a petri dish but like it's <laughs> like a snow globe it's not the right word but like it's really just a snow globe right of just like the same environment that you, that's all you experience growing up and I don't think until you really leave co- or like until you leave high school you realize how much bigger the world is because like it is your entire world like it's why I think everything is such a big deal and Oh, so-and-so broke up. Oh, so-and-so got together. Cause like, that's literally your entire world. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. High school relationships in hindsight are always so funny looking back. Cause like for that reason, right. Cause when you're in it, it's your world Mm -hmm. and somebody that you're dating in that, like, it's like, Oh, they're a part of this world, which is my everything. But really you have yet to figure out your life and yourself yet. Um, which is interesting because in the moment, like, I mean, in, in my relationship throughout high school, um, I know, like, I enjoyed it a lot. And even afterwards, like, we had grown to a point kind of towards the end of the relationship where, like, I felt like even though I had learned so much from graduation moving forward um, and just, like, being like, wow, there's a world going on outside of, like, 830 to 423 in the afternoon. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, that's, people are doing things during the day. Um, is interesting. Um, and I can, I mean, it makes sense why I feel like a lot of high school relationships don't last. And when you're in it, you're like, oh, we're going to go the distance because yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people think that right because that's your world dude, but you are yet to discover the world so
0: yeah I mean you know no different and so you're so hopeful that like the person that you're dating in high school is like the only person you'll ever date in your life which for some people like I will say like it happens like that's a thing that happens like I mean my parents were high school sweethearts so like I think oh. that was also like a detriment to my high school experience because I had this like your
1: parents being high school sweethearts
0: yeah, because I had this like, like wishfulness of mm-hmm. that happening to me, and so I was just like so excited when I was in a relationship. I'm like, oh my god, like I'm gonna be like this is gonna be like my husband. You know what I mean? It's like such a weird, naive yeah. like feeling. But I mean, you live and you learn. <laughs> and like, clearly, <laughs> like when you're 16, like it's very it's a slim chance that's going to be the person you're going to be with um but yeah it's just like interesting how hopeful you are and naive and honestly like so I was I was into like how much do I want to disclose okay I was into like serious-ish relationships one I would say was more serious than the other one and the
1: earlier one or the later the one?
0: second one was more serious yeah you know exactly what I'm talking about yeah Justin and I went to high school together if that's not like already a <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: um, <laughs> that's out the bag.
0: Yeah. But I would say the second one was more serious than the first one. The first one, um, was like that hopefulness of like, this is going to be the perfect relationship. And it was just very much not that, like, it was exactly the opposite. And it broke my young, hopeful, like happy, I don't know, heart. Like, I just was like, relationships are just like skipping through a field of flowers and then that happened and it was like my first real relationship and I was like oh shit this is not this is not all you know what I mean so I don't know it's just like a weird roller coaster of emotions when you're in high school and everything is escalated and like you live and you learn and I think when I moved from that like really messed up I'm doing like air quotes like relationship like It was a very on and off relationship and like they weren't um, loyal and it was just like not a good situation to be in and it was just kind of like fake. Like if you just like look back, you're just like, was that a relationship? Probably not. Like probably not. But you take that, like I took that into the next relationship and I learned from it.
1: You take a lot going into it and then you come out of it and you're like, well, that kind of sucked. but. it is a lot that is a good growing experience and I feel like in hindsight like you go into it and like looking back on yourself you're like oh what a beautiful hopeful little past me like you get a lot from it I feel like and it's a lot to carry forward like I don't feel like any any of us should really regret high school relationships because no. they're honestly one of a kind like you never have relationships like then, or like re- relationships like that again after high school
0: yeah no absolutely and it's like Everything because everything is escalated, it's like everything meant more, so everything's like kind of engraved in your head of like those like little milestones when you're like sixteen you're like, oh, that's like sweet that that happened honestly, hot take I don't think you should ever really regret a relationship that you have yes. because yes, you take everything from that relationship onto the next, and things that you know may may have been like negative or like really broke you or like tore you down was like that builds, that builds you into the person that you are. So like, if you didn't go through that situation, you wouldn't be where you are now, or you wouldn't be where you are in your relationship now. Like, even if you don't think that you take lessons from your relationships to the next, you do. Like for people, Impossible there's people there. that on my polls that said that they don't do that. And I'm like, how can you not though? Cause it's engraved in your head, what happened to you or like what you did wrong or what they did wrong. And so you're like, let me like, not let this happen this time around, right? Like,
1: it's going to impact your consideration of what happens in the future, and I think the cool thing about, like, past relationships, even relationships where it maybe doesn't end well, is that just, like, you can't, you can't, like, change, and you can't affect everything that happens, but you're in control of how what happened affected you. Like, if something, like, Bad happened to you, like you can use that and grow. You don't have to look at it and be like, oh, I regret that all this happened because you can use it to make the future better.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think anyone should have any regrets about any relationship. Bottom line.
1: I like it. I highly agree.
0: All right. So the next poll I did was, did you have a serious relationship in college? So 69% said yes, thirty-one percent said no. Um, okay, so the majority said yes. I think in college it's so weird too. It goes back to like the naive person in you it's like I mean when did we go to college like 18 right so you're young when you're like kind of thrown into this bubble of like you're on your own now like you're kind of in charge of yourself it's just an interesting transition in life and I think I mean everybody's different but like people can take that as like okay well I'm gonna date everybody I like everybody I see here because this is like fun <laughs> now right like, like I'm in college it's like I don't have to bring anyone to my my house and no one has to meet my parents and like might as well just date everyone I see and like have a good time with it which is a lot of people's experience um but clearly there's a lot of people in here that said they had serious relationships so
1: yeah it's interesting because college for me was maybe what you kind of expected with high school of like like oh I expected to kind of achieve this relationship at this point um um, ironically enough, like, my parents both met, like, freshman year, first semester in college, like, there was some of that for me, but, like, I just kind of expected it after my high school relationship had ended, uh, early on in freshman year, like, I was like, oh, well, like, I'm pretty outgoing, um, and I don't really have trouble meeting people. I feel like, oh, yeah, like, why wouldn't I find somebody that I end up being with, uh, but like you said, it's very interesting, because so many people are in such different places, and people mm-hmm. are so naive. Also, being in college, like, we have you have the least amount of responsibility for everything you do and that includes relationships like the relationships you get involved in like you have very little responsibility to like I think about some of the like weird talking points I had with people with some <laughs> girls that just turned into like nothing or it went on for a while I'm like why did this happen and why <laughs> like why did I do the things I did but I did it because I knew it really didn't matter like it's cool because you get yeah. to try a lot of things you get to try a lot of yeah, you get to try a lot of different things. You get to really essentially try out a lot of different people, right? Yeah. And I think that was one of the reasons probably why so many people are in relationships is because you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry really that much. Like, You get to meet a lot of people and just kind of vibe with a lot of different people. And I feel like 70% honestly might be a little bit higher than I think I would have anticipated. Yeah, say, me too. Like that a lot of people would have said. But I mean, I feel like it makes good sense as we're learning a lot more about ourselves and we find, like, things we're passionate about. You meet somebody else who's really cool, you want to spend time with them, and you just end up spending a lot of time with them. I feel like that number makes pretty good sense.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you say, like, nothing really matters because when you think back to college, you just think about, like, you're just like, why did I do that? Like, with literally anything. Like, you're just like, oh, why did that happen? It's like, because, like, no one cared. Like, that's why. It's, like, it's so yeah, weird yeah.
1: what was the implications I mean yeah like it's nobody's just, gonna judge me for it and not gonna go tell my mom
0: <laughs> yeah oh my gosh it's just so off topic but like I remember there was like I think it was like my freshman year and there was this kid with a rolly backpack in college like he had a roller backpack you know what I'm talking about
1: hot f
0: and nobody bats an eye like not that that's like super like out of the ordinary but like kind of like you're in college like can you just like hold it like I don't know so yeah. like it's just like funny that like something like that it's like okay so he has a really backpack What like what's the point
1: yeah right yeah I mean like that would like ride like razor scooters around and you're like
0: yeah that
1: guy's kind of cool like if I saw a girl like riding like a ripstick around campus I was like you know I think I want to ask for her number like that's kind of hot exactly not actually but just saying
0: no I think like with with college too that's like a time that you're really learning about yourself so it's interesting when you like get with somebody, like, you're you're still learning about yourself, but yet you're, like, trying to be in a relationship. It's just, like, a weird time.
1: I mean, I, I will say for me, like, I expected to find this good relationship in college and didn't really, but, I mean, a lot of that was because, like, I had just got out of my four-year relationship, and, like, it was great, but I didn't have time to, like, find out who I was in those four years without somebody else, and those four years, like, of college and not having it, a relationship made me like it got me to a point now where I'm extremely comfortable with myself and like not being with somebody that's kind of nice. Um, and just like appreciating my own company, which is something I'm sure people probably go through a lot more in high school if they don't have those relationships and kind of end up in those points. But yeah, college I think is so cool because so many people have such different experiences of either like getting out of relationships and having a lot more to find of themselves or maybe having been single all of high school and then ready to meet somebody and they do in college. And then it just like takes off from there. Like everybody who's there is like the same age, but all at such different points. And the fact that people don't have a lot of responsibility to it, I think it's, it's such a fascinating atmosphere. Like it's so cool to hear the different stories that so many different people have from who they met in college.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you and I kind of went through the same situation where we both went to school with our high school relationship. So like, yes. Um, I think people that do that, it's very interesting to see how they kind of like bounce back from that kind of situation. Because for me personally, I was around really like complete strangers when it happened. Like it's pretty much right when we got there. It was when it happened, when we broke up. So it was like, okay, I barely know my roommate. Like how much do I like (laughs) tell her she's going to think I'm crazy for like crying or, you know what I mean? It's like, you didn't know anybody and you're just still trying to figure yourself out. You don't even know what your classes are. Like, it's just like, I mean, it depends on when you break up, but like for me, it was very early on. So yeah, it's very interesting, like how you bounce back from it and kind of what you were saying, like I learned very quickly who I was, um, after that little high school relationship when I was in college, when I was on my own, it was nice. Like I was doing things for me instead of worrying about the other person, I was like hanging out with my friends more and not feeling guilty about it, which I think we'll probably get to later being on your own, um, being comfortable with yourself on your own is like a huge part of, I mean, life, but even getting into like another relationship, like you should be comfortable with yourself by your, like alone before you jump into relationship or you should just, I don't know, like love yourself. That's so cheesy. I didn't even want to say it, but, Like I you mean, need it's to love yourself for a reason. Yeah. Like you need to love yourself before you get into relationship so that the other person can love you. Because if you don't love yourself, the other person will not be able to love, like, love you. Not because mm-hmm. they don't want to, but because you're not.
1: You're asking them to fill a need that they can't. that can only them. you can
0: fill. Right. Thank you. Yes.
1: Yes. I'm so um, with you. And a lot of people I feel like will throw shade at that of like, I can be with somebody else and they can help me be comfortable with me, which is a hundred percent true. Sure. But even in that relationship, like you would still need to be comfortable with you, apart from the other person, to like satisfy, to not have that other person try to satisfy things they can't do, because at some point, like the relationship, the two of you are still two people. Like obviously, like people, like marriage is great. Marriage is like the two of you become one, but the other person still will never be able to satisfy things that you never come to terms with if you never do. Like if you're not secure in who you are that person isn't going to make you secure. They're just going to distract you from your insecurity.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, um, yes, distract you from it because I think it's very easy to get into a relationship. If you are, mm, I don't want to say broken, but if you are not a hundred percent, you kind of get into that relationship and they're like patching it up, but it's like putting a band aid on something. It's like, that's yeah. not, that's not fixing the problem of like, That's not fixing the problem that you needed to fix on your own. That's just putting a bandaid on it, letting it sit there and not dealing with it. And they can't do that for you. You have to do it. So I think that's a huge part of like even just getting into relationship. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you said it. Like people will say, "Why can't I just grow with somebody in a relationship?" And you can, but I think it's important to distinguish yourself from the relationship too, because, and this is. See now we're like covering all the questions people are asking. Basically um you just need to be an independent before you can get a relationship because if you become dependent on that significant other then like you're screwed basically. But we'll get to it anyways. Um
1: Love 101. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so moving into like dating post grad, obviously there's a pandemic right now so if you just graduated like I'm very sorry if you're single. Um <laughs> cuz things are things are tough and I wanted to get kind of like your experiences post-grad in dating. Um, Like we said before, college is such a bubble. It's such a weird environment. But you're in that weird environment with thousands of other people your age, so it's very easy to date. It's like when you go to – when you're graduated and you leave your college town and you're back where you grew up or you're just in a random town where you work, like it's so different. Um, so I want to get like your experiences post-grad and dating and just like what the differences were between that and school, being in school.
1: Yeah. Um, so moving. So, I mean, it depends what you do post-grad because I moved back in with my parents, save some money, want to be back in the area for a bit. And I'm glad I did because I was able to save bank, see some great homies for a little bit longer. It was a great scenario. Um, the only thing is that put a screeching halt on really meeting new people because it, it was nice for sure. Because it was great hanging out with friends some more. I got to like most of my college friends live in the DMV too, so they're right here in the area. Easy to hang out with them all the time. But I just didn't really meet anybody new then. Um because most of my social life was spent between my family and my good friends, and I don't regret that. I really enjoy like I'm close to my family and I love being with my close friends, but my dating life wasn't exactly thriving yeah um so post-grad it was interesting because I was I mean I was I just so like overview like college I only had one serious relationship for junior year that lasted about seven months like not overly serious but like it was a relationship uh and then senior year I didn't see anybody just didn't really meet anybody new um and then Fresh and then not freshman, freshman year of adulthood. <laughs> uh, but then, first year post grad, uh, I got a job at a marketing agency. And thank God for that job right at school. It's a nice transition being able to be around a bunch of other really young people. So, it was actually nice. Um, but I didn't really meet anybody right off the bat. And to be honest, I've only had like a semi relationship since graduating in 2019 for like a little bit of february of this year so like february actually like january winter, january february of 2020 um i met a girl on hinge and her and i went out on a couple of dates um and it was a lot of fun she was really pretty she had just moved from nashville and i was like this girl's awesome um and then <laughs> things just kind of hadn't really worked out and that was like right before COVID. so um then COVID hadn't really seen anybody and then like i had just moved down to charleston um a month ago and so going down to charleston was great because it was the first time since i felt like maybe since like junior or sophomore year, because the back end of college, you don't like meet a lot of new people, right? Like you've already got your squad and you're, you're like, you are old line. and irrelevant. So going down to Charleston now has been awesome because I want to be in a city. It's a very social place. and I've already met probably as many girls as I have since graduating college in 2019, just over the month of being down there. Just being able to meet new people, it's been great. So post-grad dating back at home, has been tough. I've gone out on like probably a handful of like, 10-ish states, a lot of them with the same girls, just a of them, not a lot of them working out. Um, it was nice, but I mean, most of my focus was with my family. If I'm moving somewhere new, like I am right now in Charleston, it's great. I have much more free time. i am being able to meet more people. Being in a city, it's just, there's not like a limit to the people I meet. Being in a college town, I feel like there definitely was. It's like people find your crowds and by some points, like if you're kissing somebody, everybody knows you're kissing them. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be able to actually be out in a social town, just like meet new people and do Things that other people don't know. So, um, it was tough for a little while. COVID made it tougher. Uh, but being in a city where I kind of have like social life—not that COVID is over—but like being able to like know who's being careful and who isn't, and like meet people who are being careful, oh, it's great having somewhat of a social life again. Yeah. So, I think if you're able to move away from home, dating post grad, I'm very I'm very excited to be dating, and like dating around and meeting new people. I'm very excited to be single and 24 right now in a young city with a lot of social life. Like, I'm, I'm very happy to be where I am and be meeting more people.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you're th- gonna be thriving soon. Like, I mean, I think you already are. It sounds amazing. I can't wait to visit. Um, so what are your thoughts on, like, dating apps, and how is it going? Like, do you have preferences? And, like, do you think people take them seriously now? Like, especially being post-grad? I think there was, like, I feel like in college it was a little bit of a joke, and I think when you're you know like graduated and in your 20s and 30s like you take it a little bit more seriously because it's like really the only way that you can meet people I mean other than like going to yeah. bars and stuff
1: yeah it's it's interesting um I feel like I've I don't know that I feel like personally so I've used dating apps pretty much like throughout college and still do um and like my use of them has varied or my frequency of using them has varied definitely from like periods but I met my girlfriend in junior of college. We met through Bumble. Um, And like, I mean, that was the only serious relationship I had in, or like the only relationship I had in college was um, meeting through a dating app. I mean, I'm a very extroverted, social, outgoing person. I love meeting people. Um, For one reason or another, things just didn't really work out in college. And I kind of like, I found a good group of friends. And I formed that friend group pretty much exclusively on personality of these people. Not to say like they weren't attractive, they definitely were. But it wasn't like trying to find friends just because they were attractive. Like I just wanted to find good friends and that's what I found. That was my primary focus. Um, And so like dating apps was not like the only time I really put myself out there. But it was the biggest effort I guess I probably made in college to really put myself out there a lot. uh, At least for relationships. And so like I've always been relatively serious on dating apps. Like I want to go on dates with people but I'm not like betting my self identity and self worth on these dating apps. Um, so I've been like on and off usage of it. Um, I think they're a great tool. Like I don't know that I like dating apps more than I like meeting people in person because like personally, like I want to date some, I want to date a girl because I want to be with that person. I don't want to be dating somebody just to be dating. Um, which is like an interesting Like obviously there's degrees to that, right? Like, I say that, but like, I put myself out there with people I don't really know because I want to be with them um, because I think they're cool. But like, obviously, I don't know if I meet somebody at a bar and think she's really nice. I don't really know her, but like, I don't know. So, yeah, I get what you're nonetheless, saying. Yeah, I think dating apps are a great tool. Um, I don't know. I, I guess that's probably all I'd say about it. They're a great tool. I don't know that I love them more than meeting people in real life, though, just because meeting somebody in real life is so much, you get so much more of somebody's person instead of just their pictures and a couple of cards of things they came up with. And I don't know if that's witty enough. I don't know if I want to keep texting you back. It's meeting somebody in person. There's so much more of the person there versus dating apps. I think can be great. It's uh, it's a lot of reading into small things that probably don't matter too much. So like, I, it's fun to be there, but I try to take it lightheartedly. Yeah. I guess I'll probably leave it there. I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah. Dating apps are a lot of a conversation.
0: Yeah. I think a a lot of people on the apps will, like you said, take, forever to come up with like the funniest wittiest line and like overthink everything and then it becomes a lot of times it becomes like a game like it's like how long do I wait to respond what do I say back? like what do I say back and if you're a girl you're probably sending it to like six of your friends to be like what do I say back um and it just becomes like that like I don't know it just becomes like kind of inauthentic in so a way. strategic yeah and it's like you're not being ge- I mean you're trying to be genuine you're trying to be genuine because you want to be getting to know this person. But like, when you think about it, it's really not genuine. It's not authentic. Um, and it's different from obviously, yeah. Meeting somebody in a bar and like getting to know their personality, you know, in real life. But it's just interesting. Like how apps have really been like, that's the primary way to meet people now. It's like, everything's on online. Like why not make dating online? And I don't know for people in our, our age group, it's like, I mean, it's the normal thing to do. Like you're probably on like three apps if you're single, you know, it's just so nonchalant at this point. So it's just interesting how people um, view it. I think also when you're a girl, I'm just speaking for girls here. When you're a girl, like it's very easy for you to set expectations for the person that you're talking to on an app. So like, even if you don't know them, you already just set an expectation of like, I hope they respond and I hope that they like take the initiative to ask me on a date or like, let me pick the place. And it's like, you already just like amp it up so much when you have no idea like who this person is. Like you have no idea if they actually like you or if they just like swiped or tapped your, your uh, profile for fun. Like you just don't know. So it's just, it's an interesting concept. I, we could probably go on forever about it. I'm not even on apps. Like I have a boyfriend, but like, I'm very (laughs) much involved in this because I have friends on it. And it's like, I hear all the horror stories and i hear all the like i mean i hear the great stories like my friends were in relationships because of apps like you were in a relationship because of an app so it's like yeah i don't know it's just interesting time
1: it really is and uh the thing is like i i think i think they're helpful because right like if they're they're another means to at least meet other people but personally i don't want it to become like my primary way of meeting new people like i personally it sounds I used to think it sounded dumb, like meeting people through friends of friends, but to me, it's like, it's a great vetting process. And like, I love meeting new people, especially like being like in Charleston in this new city right now, being able to meet friends of other friends, even if like, I don't stay in touch with them, just, it's so much easier to vet people who I can, who like girls can set those expectations for like, Oh, like I know my friend Justin and like, he is like X, Y, Z. So his friends probably will meet my expectations. Like you could expect more of somebody who's my friend then if of course you have a boyfriend but like hypothetically totally, like yeah then just like somebody on a dating app so um, i don't know it's don't and don't get me wrong obviously people find success there it's it's interesting it's different i don't know that i would make it my primary and i understand why some people do it's just it's different yeah it's cool though
0: um i forgot to mention um what people voted on here and so 64 percent voted that they are on dating apps um and 36 percent said no so i mean I think the, the majority of people, I mean, whether it was like in the past or in the present, you've tried it, you might still be on them. I mean, it's just a, it's a path. It's like a, a way of life. You just need to be on an app once It in is a life. way of life. Yeah. You know what though? When I was, um, when I was a freshman and we like, I had broken up with my high school boyfriend, all of my roommates were like, you need to get on Tinder. Tinder was like big freshman year. Like that Everyone, was like, yeah and I was like, I will never be on a dating app. Like you will never see me on a dating app. And like, they made me a profile and like, I did it and like, it was fine. Like I, it was like, whatever. But that's when it was like kind of a joke too. It was just like, no one was really like taking it seriously. So that's literally my only experience of using a dating app, which is like, it's unfortunate. It's 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 so different now.
1: So much like those, to me, those are almost like I don't know that I would say like the golden days, but it was pretty great. Like we had t- Tinder was at its peak because there wasn't really that was like before Bumble even. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't another alternative. Like everybody was on there, so like it was fun because people were actually on there for fun. And man, that was all Tinder, Yik Yak. Those were social media was like <laughs> at its peak my. back then.
0: <laughs> I know what a time. Um, okay, so let's just go through the rest of the polls because I just want to get your take. On it, we can kind of discuss. So we kind of already mentioned this, but I said, "Do you think that you've had any baggage moving from one relationship to the next?" So, what are your thoughts on this? Uh,
1: oh, wait, I 25. will say,
0: seventy percent said yes, and thirty percent. said Wow,
1: how would you define baggage? Like a child?
0: Um, if that's what you consider baggage, it's kind of yeah. I guess it's kind of however you interpret it. Um, I was more so thinking about like your I don't know, like you were hurt in this relationship. And so now you're fragile and like anything that your new boyfriend, girlfriend does is like, it's like, you're not like equipped to be in this. You shouldn't really be in a relationship. Essentially, you have a lot going on that you needed to figure out before you you hopped into this next one Um, or a child or I mean, what, however you take it really.
1: Yeah. Okay. So there's like things you're carrying basically from the last relationship into your current Mm -hmm. ones or new ones. Uh, I don't think I've ever carried anything to it. I mean, um, no, I mean, cause like you and I, we just talked about growing from what's happened to you in the past and like, I, I mean, carrying it with you in a positive way. That That's that's the thing is like, I have a hard time like saying like, Oh, like what is baggage? Because like right. you, you always should, and you, you always will carry things that happened to you in the past, no matter how you carry it. Uh, so I don't know that I would say i I've had baggage like I don't really I don't have regrets from past relationships personally because like not like all of them ended seamlessly like there was definitely things that I maybe wish wouldn't have happened but they did and like I've been able to grow from them so I don't know that I would say that's necessarily I don't really keep it with me as baggage
0: yeah I mean that's fair it's like whatever you dealt with in one relationship you can take to the next in like a positive way um yeah. It's just interesting how so many people said, said, yes, I think like, because it's natural, it's natural to still feel if you were in a a relationship where they told you all the time, for example, to like work out or to like lose weight Mm -hmm. and then, and you did because they told you to and that you should, and they're like belittling you and you go into the next relationship and you. Or, like, constantly working out and you're like barely eating. And then, and your boyfriend's like, You look great. Like, you look fine. And you're just like, You're lying to me. And it's like, That's something that you took from one relationship to the next. Mm -hmm. That's just an example. But it's like, I feel like that's very common. It's something that happened to you is just engraved in your head. And it's not even your new significant other's fault, but it's there. And it's something that, like, I feel like as a couple now, you have to work through and you can work through it on your own. I think it's probably better that you work through it on your own, but to have that support from your, your new significant other, um, to get through that is important. So it's just interesting kind of like what you carry over if you even know that you're carrying it over. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think more so try to, like we had already said, try to not as best as you can, like, try to, like, focus on yourself a little bit before you hop into a new relationship.
1: Yeah, and I mean, maybe to that degree, because you're right, like, those are just natural things that happen, like, like, those aren't, like, natural things, like, those are not things that should happen, like, people shouldn't be belittled in relationships like that, but those are things that happen that people will then naturally carry with them, right, and, like, even if you deal with that in a positive way, like, that's something you're gonna have to address, and, like, we'll probably want to address in your new relationships moving forward, um, I don't know like I I just have a hard time defining that as baggage because like that's like what happens to you is part of your story and if Mm -hmm. you carry it as baggage that's okay but like you should keep it with you like don't forget it like it's like obviously it happens to you it's part of your story but I don't know like I don't I just don't like obviously you keep it with you but and I see why that bothers people and why like you then like try to just like not do those things in the future not trying to like belittle that um but no, like, I feel like those things could definitely be kept with as another way to baggage. Like, that's why, like, I don't know, Weird. T- I've never talked to people, like, using the term baggage. And it yeah. makes sense why people do. But, like, I don't know, the things that happen to you happen. You can go through them and, like, you can struggle with them carry them with somebody else. But, like, I don't know, the term baggage is weird because, like, everybody takes what happens to them and moves forward from it. like, I guess to that degree, we all have baggage, right? I don't yeah. know. Maybe no, I'm missing think- the term, but.
0: I think we all, to an extent we all do like, that's just facts. Like, even if it's not something as big as like what I just said as an example, even if it's just like, I don't know, I can't even think of another one, but like a super small thing that like, you don't even think about, but that you're still taking to the next one. Yeah. That's just something that you can look at as a lesson that you learned, which is what we kind of said earlier. Absolutely. It's just something that you had to go through that you now know how to deal with currently. Right. reach Um, the next one, the next poll I did was, have you ever dated someone in secret? So this one was like, I kind of was checking them throughout the day just to see like what I was getting. And this one fluctuated a lot. So I wanted to point that out. I just thought that was very interesting (laughs) because I was like, Oh shoot. Like the majority said yes. And so it ended on no, (laughs) 61% said no, 39% still said yes, which is a lot of people. Um, Yeah, so, like, a lot of you guys answered these. Thank you for, like, participating because it's adding to this discussion. But it's Hmm. so interesting, right? Have you dated Uh, anyone in secret? Have you?
1: I'm not a secretive person. Like, if I'm dating you and you want to keep it a secret, personally, I probably have a problem with that. Like, that's just me. I don't really see people that casually. Um, You'd
0: probably be insulted because you're like, why do you not? I'd be a a little –
1: I was like, damn, why don't you want to show me off, boo? Uh, (laughs) But I get why – I don't know that I would have expected 40 people, 40, 40% of people to say they have, but I mean, I guess I get why people do. Sometimes it's great just to not let other people know and just kind of keep it on the DL. So I see why people do for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say when, okay, I, I'm a yes person, unfortunately, only because it was, it was an on and off relationship. And so when we were off, my friends were happy. So <laughs> so when we were on uh, so when we were on I didn't want to tell them. And that's that's yeah, like yeah. and it was I mean eventually I did, but like for a while it's like something that I like kept to te- kept to myself because I was like I mean hindsight's 2020 20, so like I'm just like what were you doing dumbass? But like now yeah. right like in the moment I'm like just scared you, to tell my friends and people. I'm yeah, like it was just that's the only reason is because I knew that my friends weren't approving of it. Um not because I was like, okay, like wait, don't you know? So that's yeah. the only. So I wonder. I wish I like did like a why part of this because I want to know. That like, would be
1: fascinating.
0: All right, if you're listening, a follow to this, up. Yeah, if you're listening, maybe I will right now. If you're listening to this right now and you're someone that said that you um, kept a relationship in secret, can you just like DM me please and just let me know? I won't say your name. I just want to know why. Um,
1: and those would be good stories too. I'm sure people probably have interesting stories there as well.
0: Yeah. Yes, please let me know. Also, if you're like in my situation where you're just like embarrassed, like let me know too, because then we, we can like be friends about it. Um, okay, cool. So the next one was the take lessons you learned from one relation to the next. We kind of covered that. Ninety-six percent of people said yes, they do take um, lessons. Um, that four percent was just really throwing me off, um, yeah. and I'm just like, if you voted no. I also just Listen. want to know why, because, and I'm not even trying to, I'm not hating on you at all. I'm just genuinely like, hmm. what does that mean? What does that mean? You don't take lessons from. I mean, maybe you just those...
1: don't want to think about it that bad. Like maybe it was just behind I mean, me. I want nothing to do with it. Um, I don't know that I would advise doing that, but if it was that bad, you just want to put it behind you. Like I can kind of see it
0: yeah like are you just trying to say like well i moved on so i'm not thinking about my past relationship because if that's the case that's fair too yeah that's true maybe somebody's
1: finger just slipped and a couple of people accidentally said no yeah your finger discredit them i mean if if you said no like (laughs) all right
0: but your finger probably slipped and that's fine (laughs) um okay cool so those are all the polls but um we had a lot of questions come in, so I'm going to try and read the majority of them on here. Some of them were, like, kind of similar, so I'll try to, like, weed them out. I, I have, okay. All right, so the first question was, what are your thoughts on friends going back to toxic exes?
1: Oh, man. I don't know if there's anything that is as frustrating seeing somebody you're close with go back to something that you know isn't good for them and like you've seen isn't good for them that's pretty tough to be honest like it's, it's tough to like you obviously want to express that for your friend but like you're it's like walking watching your friend walk back into like a wall over and over and over it's like come on now yeah what are you doing
0: yeah um it's it's like a weird it's hard to navigate because especially when you're, it also depends on how close you are with this friend. Cause like, if you're like best, sure. best friends with this person and you guys like know everything about each other and you say whatever you feel to them, I feel like you just need to be straight up with them. Like, you just need to be like, what are you doing? This isn't funny anymore. Stop being dumb and like get out. If you're like close, but not that close. It's that's like where it gets tough. Cause it's hard to be like, it's hard to like kind of cross that line you know and it's like it's their at the end of the day it's their life it's their decision it's not your relationship to be involved in but when you watch a friend go through the same stuff over and over again it's like you probably feel like a bad friend even letting it happen so
1: yeah yeah Is somebody asking this question directly, like, in their scenario? Like, what should I do? Yeah, it sounds
0: like it. It sounds like they literally Mm. need help because their friend is going back to a (laughs) dog. That's That's
1: rough. Like you said, it depends how close you are with them. Because if you're very tight with them, being straight up with them, and it, I mean, I will say it probably depends how they'll react to it. Because, like, if you tell somebody, like, for your own conscience, that, like, hey, you shouldn't go back to them. It's like, my hands are clean. I tried to tell them. But you know they'll respond poorly to it. Like, you got to evaluate what's going to be the most likely to succeed scenario. Like, if, they're, if you're going to tell them that and it's only going to lead, like and you're, they're just going to run to that person even more, like, I don't know what you do. Maybe you talk to other people who are close to them about what to do. But, um, yeah, if, if you're close to them and they will heed your word, then, like, being straight up with them, I feel like I, I personally would only respect that. Like, if I was going back to somebody that, like, I thought was good for me and they're like, bro, this person isn't good for you, like i mean here from the bottom of my heart, and I say it because I love you, I would respect yeah. that a lot,
0: yeah, no, I think um very valid, and like if okay, so I will say i was I was the friend in this scenario at one point in life, so i I'm trying to think about how I took my friends telling me, so like a lot of my mm. very, very close friends would um tell it to tell it to me straight, but like.
1: They would it to you like lovingly or like harshly, like, Elena, what you're doing is dumb. Like you need to stop or like, Elena, we love you. You should stop or like somewhere in between. Yeah.
0: Like, so I would say that a lot of my really close friends did the best that they could with trying not to cross that line because I think they knew at the end of the day, like what I kind of said earlier, it's like, they knew that this was my relationship. They knew that this was my life and that I was the only one that can make this decision. So they kind of treaded lightly. So Mm -hmm. at first it was just like, they were there for me, you know, when I was like down and then it was like, okay, well he did this last time. So like, are you okay? Like, aren't you like annoyed? And I'm like, well, it's like not his fault. And I would like defend him. And Mm -hmm. then it got to be to a point where it was like, they, anytime the name got brought up, it was like silent or like, I, I mean, two of my really good friends, like kind of distance themselves from me because of it, because mm-hmm. they didn't know, like, they didn't know what to do with me anymore. Like, I was just that dumb friend that was going back to someone that hurts them. So it's like, what can they do to help me at this point? Nothing. They can't do anything. So it was, like, tough. Honestly, I guess I should direct this to the person that asked this. Honestly, there's not a lot that you can do other than to support them. And if that means, like, going to their house when they call you upset, like, go to their house. Because being in a toxic relationship, in the back of her head or his head, he knows that he's in a toxic relationship, but he doesn't want to, or she doesn't want to admit it, whoever this friend is. They don't want to admit it. And they think that, like, the person that they're with loves them, so that's why they're going back. So they're they're defending the person they're with. They still kind of know that, like, this is a shitty situation. They're not dumb. Um but you just have to be there to support them. And I mean, honestly, when those really close friends of mine, um, who are still best friends of mine now, when those two people um, kind of distance themselves from me, that was a wake up call. That was like, a, mm-hmm. these are people that I love. And like, these are people that I talk to every day, and I'm not seeing them anymore. Like, what am I doing here? Like, is, it, is this person that I'm with worth losing two of my best friends I've ever met in my life? No. So it was just like, ultimately the friend in this scenario has to figure it out for herself or his self. Um, But it's a tough, it's a tough position to be in as the friend because you're just watching someone that you love get hurt. And yeah, like you said, it's literally like watching somebody like run into a wall repeatedly and you're like, bro, like, what are you doing <laughs> like wake up you the know loves me yeah like what's going yeah. on so what do you think
1: like what was the like thing for, not to cut you short what was like the thing for you that got you to wake up like was it your friends kind of distancing themselves or, like was it like something for you that you were like you know what I should probably do something and seeing my friends like oh now I see their behavior I should do it like I should move away
0: Um, I wish I could say that it was like immediately after they started to distance, distance themselves, but it wasn't, it still took me like a couple months, but it was something that I had to do on my own and something that I had to figure out on my own. So Mm. I started to realize that like, I mean, and this is so super embarrassing, but like, I just, I've never, Oh, I don't want to say this, but like, I was just very emotional and I was emotional to people that like, I'm not emotional to. So it was like, mm-hmm. why am I like this every time I see somebody new? Why am I bringing it up to everybody? This is not like it got to, cause I used to hide it. So I used to be the person that hid it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm the person that's like, I am so unhappy. I can't even hold the unhappiness in like, it just like spews out. So it's like, okay, then what am I doing here? You know? Yeah. So it was just something that I had to figure out on my own. I, at the end of the day was like, I deserve 100% better than what I'm getting right now. Um, this is a terrible scenario. I wouldn't wish this upon anybody. And I'm better than this. And I just kind of was like, I'm done. I'm over it. Like, I don't need this anymore. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, you can, and I mean, my friends were telling me like, dude, what are you doing? And it's like, I still like, it. you can tell your friend to like, stop, but like, they are the only ones that can leave which is so sad it's the worst part of the whole thing because you're like you want the best for your friends
1: yeah it's right I mean you can't you can lead a horse to water right but it's not gonna drink it unless it wants to so I mean right. best thing you can do is like maybe nudge the horse as you're getting close to the river <laughs> yeah. I guess I mean like you can just do what you can and just like realize the responsibility is not on you
0: yeah um I will say like when some of some parts of it I would hear like friends talk about other guys and like how they were treating my friends. And I'd be like, Oh, what?
1: Mm.
0: Is that what they do? I don't get that. You know what I mean? So it was like maybe thought if you just throw out little fake, even if they're fake, if you throw out stories that are like, Oh my God, this guy I've been talking to, he did this. And like, he sent me flowers or like little things like that. They'll be like, Oh, that's weird. Like my boyfriend doesn't do, she'll say it internally or he'll say it internally. Like, Oh, well, (laughs) My significant other doesn't do that. So like,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a tough scenario, man. It's, I mean, because you want the best for those people, but if they don't want it for themselves, one of my, one of the, the most frustrating, but true things I think I've ever heard this day is we accept the love we think we deserve. And if somebody thinks they deserve a type of love, they're going to accept it. Even if you think they're worth more. Yep. It's very frustrating. Sad Shakespearean stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. This is an interesting one. I'm a super motivated person and a super career driven person. My boyfriend who I've been dating for over a year now is really pushing me to move across the country to be with him. How do I navigate this without hurting his feelings? Because I just want to focus on me right now. Mm. That's a tough one. That is a tough first? one. Oh, you're handing it to me. Okay. Oh, you? Yeah. Um. Okay. So first, Congrats on being just like a motivated person. Um, I think that's amazing. And I'm sure you're going to do great things in your life. You are a motivated person and you are a career driven person. And that's probably why your boyfriend is attracted to you. It's probably one of the things that he likes about you. Um, So I would not change that about you. And if, Mm. if moving across the country to be with him is making you feel you know, sad, if it's giving you anxiety, if it's making you nervous. I mean, those are all normal because first of all, you're moving across the country. So like, that's a fair emotion. Not a small ask. Yeah. Um, but he should know that if you're super career driven and you want to do well for yourself, that asking to just up and move to a new place is a little much. Um, so maybe I don't know. I think hopefully you've already kind of like, you know, had conversations about this with him. And I mean, that's the biggest part of. Uh, clearly, you guys are distant right now. So like, hopefully you guys are communicating well about this and just in general because that's the most important part of like a long distance relationship. But I don't know. Yeah, just talk to him about this. And if you're just uncomfortable about moving in general, that's fine because it's like that's a big that's a big milestone to like move to a new state. But if if the nervousness in you is because you're moving in with him, that's something to consider. I don't know. I don't want to give you the wrong advice, but I think like you just need to communicate with him that you're feeling like this. And maybe there's something where he is, that's a great opportunity for you and you could still work and you could still be a successful businesswoman just in a new state. And then to be a new adventure for the both of you. Um, But if you're, upset about this because you don't want to move in with him, that's a bigger problem. I don't know what I don't I can't tell like what you're upset about.
1: Yeah, if you're upset about like you feel like he's pulling you away from something and you feel like you're having to settle to move, that is something that probably takes a lot more exploring. Because the thing is, like if they've been there for a year and a half, like they could be pretty serious. But it's also not like you're married yet. Like you don't need to give up your whole world yet. And it's awesome if you guys are I mean, if you guys are doing distance across the country, like yeah props, because that's not easy at all. Um, but I don't know, maybe this person is awesome, but personally, like my own belief, there's always other fish in the pond. Not saying that like you should break up with him, but just saying that like this doesn't have to be make or break, either way. If you feel like you're breaking your career, maybe like Elena said, maybe there's better options there. If you feel like moving with him is going to be really tough to do it's also not like he's like there's alternatives on both sides um but like like the point you were kind of coming back to like is your career you do what you want to do props to you for being motivated and having the goals that you have if if your boyfriend is supportive in that whether like I'm sure it makes sense that he wants you with him too um, and if he's like still like he wants you there and he's stressing that he wants you there but like he's still being supportive I think that's a huge win maybe that works for you guys uh, if he's not I don't know maybe there's a discussion like you said that's, that's a heavy question with a lot of weight depends how he's asking depends what you're upset about like Atlanta said
0: yeah I think at the end of the day it's just a conversation that you need to have with your boyfriend and you need to see if he is supportive of you in general like within that in that Mm. conversation. If he is supportive of of you and if he is supportive of you and your current job or your goals, then great. Then now you guys figure out what's best. It doesn't seem like there's a big reason that he wants you to move across the country other than like he probably just wants to be living in the same state as you, which is definitely easier than not. Um, But I don't know. I think I would just have a conversation and do whatever your gut is telling you to do at the end of the day.
1: I'm also curious too, like, he's asking you to move out there. What's like, is there any conversation about him moving to you also knowing how rooted you are in your career? Like it's two sides to the same coin, right? Like he wants you there, but like how much of a conversation is being had on what's best because like if the career is like the big thing in your guys' relationship, it's like, it's you, your boyfriend, your career is like the biggest, like that's your biggest commitment and maybe he's a lot more casual in his interests. Like, maybe it's his best interest to come out there to you. Like, really, like the thing is like, I get like, when, like a friend of mine and his, like my good friend and his roommates, the roommate has a girlfriend in Montana and she really wants him to go to Montana. He goes and visits her in Montana all the time. And she, and he's thinking about moving out to Montana, which like his roommates are like, are you sure you want to do that? Cause like, she never comes down here. And not that this is the same thing as that, but like, there should be equilibrium. It shouldn't just be like, hey, you should come to me. Like, what is he also, if he wants to be with you, maybe what is he also doing to come to you?
0: Right. No, that's a great point. I don't know why we're not talking about that. Why? Yeah, I guess just figure out what, where is the best place to be? Because if he can come to you and that's easier for your career and his career, do that. Like, if he's
1: more mobile, why would he not be the one to move? Right. There's things holding down for sure. I'm sure it's like moving is never easy, but that's the easiest move. He's just being selfish. Right. That's bogus.
0: I would love a follow-up if you have the conversation. Okay, so this one says, how do I get away from the guys who just want to hook up? Because I'm definitely not a hookup person. I'm going to give this one to you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, How do you get away from them? Mm, uh, You stop talking to guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, the thing is like, I mean, especially if you're attractive, like you're gonna have people that you're gonna have guys that are just like hitting on you to hit on you. Unfortunately, like there's just a lot of like, most people, I don't think are extremely intentional. Maybe not most people, I don't think sure I was saying most people, a lot of people are not really intentional, and looking for a deep person when they're reaching out to somebody. i don't know that you can really avoid that. Other than trying to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who are like the person you want to be with. Like if you want to be with somebody who is like of depth and is very thoughtful, then surround yourself with people who are like that too. And you'll find those people in your life and then create the scenario you want to find yourself in like create like create and surround yourself with people that you want to be surrounded by. Like if you're around people who all they're into is hooking up and just like people who don't really give serious damn about relationships you're probably gonna have a hard time finding people that want the other thing like for me i don't know i'm still single right now but i'm really excited with what i'm going into because the friends i've made have been are like extremely substantial people and the people i've talked to like romantically the girls i've talked to are like what i'm looking for in relationships and i've met a couple girls who uh, and i mean unfortunately a good amount of them have boyfriends, but. Like, girls are just, like, outstanding, mind-blowingly awesome girls that I'm like, I just need one of these to be single (laughs) in the right scenario, and things will work out in time. And I don't know. My biggest advice would be really surround yourself with the people that you think will lead you there because, like, inevitably you can't dodge those people. Unfortunately, guys will be guys. I don't think that's an excuse, but I just think it's really hard to dodge the fact that a lot of guys really are – kind of douchebags or at least act like douchebags in a lot of scenario and you can't I don't think you can avoid that I think the best thing you can do is make sure that you're around people you, you that have the traits you want in a
0: person totally I think it's just ultimately who you like you said surround yourself with um that was a great answer okay next question it might be a statement I need to look through these all right next question So my dating history is pretty embarrassing, and I'm always going for the guys who on the surface seem great and then in reality are actually really shitty. (laughs) What are qualities that you look for in your significant other? It sounds like they're describing just like a player um, who is very like suave on the surface and like right out the gate, you're just like, oh my God, they're like so like flirty, like they're so good at this, that's so attractive. That's probably what they're going for, and I'm just assuming. Um, I, I don't really go for that. Like, because I find it fake, which seems to be the problem with your situation, because it's such a front to me. That is something that I think guys assume works and that's something that they think they can get girls with. And they do. I mean, history, I mean, they do, they get all the girls. Those are the people that get the girls or the. Suave, like, um,
1: confidence move, funny guys yeah, yeah, like
0: they think they're the shit kind of vibe, which, for some reason, girls are drawn to. Which, like, ladies, let's do better. <laughs> like, I don't know. For me, I'm just I am attracted Oops. to a genuine person, someone that like you can tell has good intentions and good like a good heart. Um somebody that is kind. Um, There's something that people always say where it's like, you can tell a lot about someone's personality when you go to dinner with them and how they treat the waitress or the waiter. I think that's a big thing. It's just like when you're kind Mm. and like you mean well, yeah, don't go for someone that's like the stereotypical like, hey girl, like I hate that. Um, Go for someone that's like nice and kind to people, treats people well and then someone that has like a good personality is key because you want to be this is also so cheesy but like you want them to be like your best friend like you want to like enjoy their company so like I think those are like the three biggest things and like make you laugh and like there's like I could say a million others but like that's what I go for and obviously like I need to be attracted to them like you want to think they're like hot or whatever but like (laughs) um those are like the biggest things because that's what I feel like makes a good relationship. Like not being like the suave knows what to say. And sure, like my boyfriend knows what to say. Like he's a good, like he's got some lines, but like he's not fake about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're not just saying it to say it. Like that's my take on that. I think just learn from your past relationships or learn from your past dates. Like if you went on a date with someone that treated the waiter really poorly, yet you still kept dating him, let's think about that for a minute. Like, that's some um, foreshadowing right there. That's my take on it. I think you'll have a more successful relationship if those are the qualities um, you go for. So that's my, th- that's my take.
1: No, I highly agree. I mean, like, I, I would say, just adding on to that, because I think you nailed all that to a T. tee um i think being with somebody who like is thoughtful is the biggest thing like if you're like somebody like that who up front like like sounds like they'd be cool to be with if somebody just sounds like they're cool to be with like they, they not really make you want to be with them other than for like a night right which yeah. like sure it's cool to say you're with them for a night but like don't you want to be with somebody you actually want to be with like i feel like you think about it and like if you think about like somebody who's actually got like those elements of somebody you want to be around, who's kind, nice, who like could be your best friend, putting more thought to it than like, oh, they would be. To tell all other people that I am with them would be such a flex. Like if it's a, it should be a flex to your closest friends, not just like a flex to people you don't know. Like it should be, I don't know, thoughtful to the person, not like the first impression, I guess. I don't know. Like you said, your boyfriend's suave. You want to be with somebody who like is smooth and you don't want to be as a sick in the mud, but like yeah. they need to have lasting, lasting traits beyond the first impression.
0: Absolutely. Kind of moving forward. I think we should just read some of these, um, statements, <laughs> more so statements. Okay. So I asked the, the way I worded this might have like thrown you guys off. It is totally fine. Cause these are great. So don't worry about it. But I said, <laughs> adding a section here for advice. So send in your stories or relationship dilemmas that you have all right so this is what we got i'll read some of these these are pretty good a guy asked me to be his soon-to-be-born son's stepmother mm. there's no real context of like one if she like knew him really well if they've been dating if he's a stranger that dm'd her i have no idea what are your thoughts
1: you just had me thinking about like them, like on like a first or second date. It's like, so how do you feel about being stepmother? <laughs> that's and be like, exactly
0: what I pictured.
1: Hey, excuse me, what? Like, <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't know. What a. It's a tough one. Like, I'm so grateful that I've never been in that scenario on either side of it. It's a, that's a really tough one.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the soon to be born thing that gets me because that means he just got a girl pregnant yet he's with you so uh, mm. shouldn't
1: you be somewhere else my friend yeah like, do we have responsibilities yeah. Don't you Yeah. somewhere to be right now like another human being born
0: <laughs> oh my god okay i was hooking up with a dude for three months who told me that he was single But then I found out he was actually living with his girlfriend of three years. Oh, my God. Okay. Questions for you, um, person that asked this. I'm just curious how you didn't know this. Um, Like, did you not go to? Okay, so three months. Let's, like, think about that. Because, like, typically you go on, like, one to three dates with someone. And, like, you, that's, like, you're... Would you consider that like dating like you're dating this person because you've been on like multiple dates?
1: yes, like we are not a dating couple, but I am going on dates with them, yes, yes, I am dating them
0: so like wouldn't you think within three months that like you probably would go to that person's house at least like once or twice? well,
1: if they're just hooking up, where are they hooking know. up her place all the time, I guess
0: yeah, like that That's if you're hooking up, yeah, if you're hooking up at your house the whole time, are you not asking? Like,
1: how much of a mental block was there on your side to not see that he could have been with somebody until it was like inevitable?
0: Three months is a lot. Oh, they also said in the next one, I'm obviously an idiot. So I don't think you're an <laughs> I don't think you're an idiot, but I don't think you were thinking very hard about it. Um, mm. Because there's was a red flag. Like when because I, I would have been like, can we go to your house this time? Like I'm sick of going to my house. I wonder if he had like he had a lot of excuses.
1: Had to. Had to have good excuses. I'm sure I'm sure she probably didn't think, like, oh, I don't know. She said she's an idiot. She probably just didn't, like, think about it too much. Maybe she could have thought about it harder. But she was, pr- I'm sure he probably had good excuses. For three months, even, I don't care who you are. If you're hiding something that long for three months, that's impressive effort. Probably, obviously, more than it should have been. That's insane. And also, sorry for you, because that, that, like, it, obviously, uh, that's shitty of him, but, like, that also sucks for her, too. After three months, like, you're probably, like, we maybe have a good thing going here. At yeah. least like a good like DL thing. That's that's unfortunate. I'm, I'm curious also, to hear what she did when she found out.
0: I would love yes, to. Yes, that's what I was about to say. I'm curious if you told the girlfriend. Question okay, so say this was you, Justin. I would love to know, like everyone has a different take on this. If you were dating someone say you were this person, you're dating this person for three months. They just told you that they have um, a boyfriend at home for three years, that they've been dating for three years. Do you tell the boyfriend?
1: I don't understand why people don't want to be told. Like, do you want to keep being cheated on? I, I, I would tell them. And if like people that get upset with that, I have a hard time with that. Take it's like, do you want the cheating to continue? Like, I understand this is your relationship, but like things are outside of your relationship now, and I'm merely not even a messenger. I'm just letting you know what's happening in your relationship which you are unaware of i have a hard time seeing that being a wrong move let me know if you think differently
0: yeah i mean it is weird when people you're right people get mad if like for the instance this girlfriend if she were to get mad at this girl for telling her why are you getting mad like why are you getting mad at her for telling you she just like saved you from a cheater like you've been dating a yes. cheater
1: i'm confused like you're 100 percent mad at the wrong person here like yeah I I I don't, because the thing is, like, it's like, oh, it's not your relationship. Well, it's clearly not just their relationship either. Yeah. So, what does it matter?
0: Exactly. Um, okay, so this one says, "I had a guy show me his bank account on the third date. He yeah. was a millionaire." Oh
1: my God, damn! I was I was like, wow, like what a weird like Arlington Nova boy move, but. <laughs> Uh, I feel like the thing is, like, you give up. I feel like if you're the guy doing that, you give yourself up as being a good guy pretty quick. But, like, you become favorable for different reasons.
0: Yeah, so I Uh, wonder if that's a tactic.
1: It sounds like, I mean, a million-dollar tactic just to get her in bed doesn't really sound like he's actually trying to do a lot there. Like, if I was trying to – that's just such a weird flex. Because if you have a million dollars, you probably already have nice things. Like, you probably don't even need to show somebody you have a million dollars in your bank account.
0: Yeah, it's like he had something to prove.
1: Yeah, that's that, weird. I Humbley.
0: So weird. I would love to know what you said in that in that moment. I would and have been like...
1: Again, what was your reaction? Like, how do you leave us right there at the story? Like, the cliffhanger. It's like, see you on the next episode. Like, you got to tell us how you react to that. Like, I know. Next
0: one. A, yeah. A
1: mill in their bank account? Wow. That's wild.
0: Can we please, like for anyone that's hearing their question or statement, can we please get follow-up, please?
1: I need a recap.
0: Okay. So this one says, a guy took me out to dinner three times and then, to then tell me that he's not actually looking for a relationship.
1: Mm. Tricky. You know what? It sounds like you're watching The Bachelor and he was seeing a couple of people at once and it's like, listen, I know what we've had is great, but I know it happened, but it's just happening better somewhere else. Yeah. Like I, I don't get that if you, because If 'cause if you're the guy, you have to take them out. Like if I take somebody at one time it doesn't work, it's like eh, take them out one time and didn't work. Three times. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he maybe he was just giving it a shot and he thought something could be there and maybe it just didn't evolve.
0: I feel like that it's actually more common than people think. It's like after three dates, it's like one person of that party is very excited for the future of whatever this could be, and the other person is very wishy washy and ends up like breaking it off because it might have taken them a little bit longer to realize it. And it took them the three dates. Yeah. It's like there's always true. one person that's, that's like, oh man, I thought this was like something good we had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough when, like when you're totally into somebody, you don't see when they're not totally into it. Like yeah. that's, that's one of the biggest lessons I think I've got. And honestly, like I've fucked up things in the past, having done this, excuse my language, but like, uh, like looking at something and looking at it for what I want it to be instead of what it is. And like, that makes it really tough when maybe the other person was never that into it, but you were so into it that you didn't see that they weren't, which is right. really tough because it's very easy to do when you're really excited about somebody, like you have to discipline your excitement. Otherwise, like that can happen. Well, lead to you being in a relationship that isn't what you want and lead to you being heartbroken, which is really tough to do, but it's going to lead to more heartbreak if you don't really like discipline yourself to pay attention to the other person.
0: Yeah, that is so fair. I feel like that's actually a very common thing that happens.
1: One of my um, favorite songs of all time. It's called The Mason by Jake Scott. Oh man, it's so good. It talks about how he was like the Mason who built this house that didn't exist. And then the relationship ends and he's like, and all these walls came down, but the castle was never really there. Like it's really good. I would highly recommend you check it out. Mason by Jake
0: Scott. All right. I like Jake Scott. That's good. Okay. How to incorporate religion into relationships?
1: It's a tough one. Um, I would say it's, really hard to not be on the same page with your significant other about your spiritual beliefs like that is one of the I would say for most for a lot of people that's one of the well actually whether you're like really thoughtful about like religion or not I think it's extremely important to be on the same page with the other person unless you're just like both like you really don't give much thought to it at all which I have a hard time believing most people don't because those beliefs are probably foundational to who you are as a person, and if you guys are looking to enter into a relationship and like a serious relationship like what wouldn't they a marriage, and you guys aren't on the same page about some of those core beliefs that are foundational to who you are you have a really hard time believing I have a hard time thinking that's gonna go over well like that's just gonna could just create a lot of conflict um and when you're starting to date somebody and you start talking about those things, I feel like they're very important to address, and like you should obviously like it's not something that's maybe not first date conversation, but it's definitely important to uh, like bring up and just like, make sure the other person's on the same page. And like too, I just think it makes the relationship so much more fruitful when you are on the same page and you can have those discussions and you can be a lot more honest and transparent about what you want to see in the world and other people and yourself and your relationship. So like you'll flourish and the relationship will flourish a lot more if you guys are on the same page. It's great to explore different beliefs with different people. I don't think a relationship is the time for that because that's just going to lead to a lot of conflict and something that needs to have equilibrium on both sides. If you guys are coming from very different places, I think it's very difficult to achieve that. I'm not saying it can't be done. I just think it can add a lot of challenge to the relationship.
0: Totally. Very well said. Yeah, I think it's obviously a conversation that you have to have. And yeah. then if it seems to be something where like you guys are really clashing in your beliefs, then you might want to take a step back and just kind of like look at your relationship as a whole. Like, is this going to be something successful down the line? Like if this person feels this way and this person feels this way, how is this going to work later in life? Like, is this going to be a successful relationship? But I think for the most part, as long as you kind of communicate like your feelings on things and your beliefs with the other person, I'm sure it's going to be kind of like a, we're on the same page and like you guys can work through it, even if it is like a slight disagreement in something or like a little bit of a difference. But yeah, I think it's just all in all, like in relationships, you just have to communicate. Like if like you're, yeah, if you're not communicating and it's not even like texting is like, not what I mean when I say like communicating, I'm saying like having like the hard conversations, having any conversation any honest conversation about like how you're feeling um religion like we're talking about um politics maybe that's dependent on like the person too but you just have to like talk you just have to communicate and that's the only way that any relationship will be successful and this only way a relationship can flourish
1: yeah i mean like you want the relationship to grow you right like i mean like that should be the goal of a relationship is like if you're going to grow on your own which like you should want to uh, the relationship should continue that too and whether that person is the same religion as you or not like if they're not growing you in the ways that you want to grow I think that's tough and like if you can't honestly talk about how you want to grow and like your beliefs and you can't honestly communicate it's gonna be pretty tough I mean even when you're just like seeing somebody at the beginning being able to have those conversations and to communicate and be honest about like your own personal beliefs I think it's incredibly important just to have those conversations and just like a willingness of somebody who's willing to discuss those things, like from the outset, like will make all the difference of somebody who's like making those conversations easy versus making it hard. So
0: totally. Uh. Well, good luck to everyone in your relationships.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now that um, you're all set and ready to go.
0: <laughs> I think that's about it for the episode. I feel like we really covered all bases here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I feel like we covered a lot of good ground. Um, one thing I would say actually really, like something I've learned recently that I just feel like would be cool to share is yeah. it's so fun talking about dating and relationships and all this, but like also there's so much more to life than love. Like love is great, but there's so many cool things to learn and enjoy about life. Uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's something like all of us can appreciate more is like we have dating apps, and all these things we can look at other people all the time, man, life is so cool. Hope you just don't forget to get out and live it. Whether you're living, whether you're like in love in a relationship that's great. Whether you're on your own, like life is, beautiful both ways whether you're single whether you're not enjoy the adventure like it's not you don't have to do anything so I don't know it's cool to be with somebody it's also cool not to be I don't know it's fun talking about this stuff but I hope nobody feels like they have to be in a relationship or they whatever need to get out of one immediately like whatever you're doing like life is dope whether you're in love out of love love is not everything
0: yeah absolutely no I think I mean as long as you're happy with whatever is going on in your life that's the key and I think recently we've realized, um, unfortunately life is short. So as long as you are living your life to the fullest and doing what you want to do and what makes you happy, then that's all you can ask for. Um, so yeah, hopefully we gave you guys somewhat good advice. Like Justin said, like, don't like leave a relationship because we said something tonight or don't hop into a relationship because we said something tonight. (laughs) Um, do what's best for you at the end of the day. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on today. This was super fun. Um,
1: All that said, dating is so cool. Relationships are awesome. (laughs) Boys and girls together and everybody is pretty dope. So no, this is a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And if you want to hear a part two, um, maybe we'll mention the follow-ups and get kind of like that backstory on some of these questions and these statements because i'd love to know what the hell's going on we had way too
1: many cliffhangers
0: so many cliffhangers um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening be sure to check out justin's um podcast with sohill they do fresh jam sessions where they talk about music like we talked about earlier in the episode definitely be sure to check it out check out my episode with them it was really fun um you can find
1: our instagram page at fresh okay. jam sessions elaine is called out on there so definitely check perfect
0: her out. yeah and i will tag justin and his podcast so you guys can find him in the podcast for yourselves but thank you guys so much for listening be sure to follow girl we gotta talk podcast on instagram and facebook and then check out fresh jam, jam sessions um but yeah i thank you guys so much for listening bye